Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics, as well as self-improvement. If you want to find out more about me, visit my website, jake-parker.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the five-minute book review for the book, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. So this book came out, I believe, sometime in the 50s or 60s. But that being said, it's very much like other timeless books, such as The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, or How to Win Friends and Influence People, or Think and Grow Rich. Its lessons really transcend time. And with books like this and books that have these, what we would call a clickbaity title, some people go, oh, that's bullshit. You know, you can't just think your way into bigger things for your life. You can't just think positively and be positive and good things are going to happen. And you can't just imagine positive things into happening. And yes, that's true. Something I'm going to go over is how David talks about the emphasis on taking action. But what I would say first and foremost is stuff like this works if you believe it's going to work. And it doesn't work if you don't believe it's going to work. If you say, oh, that's bullshit. That's fucking stupid. You know, think big, act big, you know, the magic of thinking big. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy if you think it's crazy and it works if you think it's going to work. I think it's as simple as that. I will start with a quote that I was reminded of a couple times during this book from Tim Ferriss. He's one of the first people I heard recommend this book. He says that 99% of people in the world are convinced they are incapable of achieving great things, so they aim for the mediocre. I think that it's important to aim high. David says in the book, aim high with your goals, for no man ever accomplishes more than he sets out for. So it's that the classic, you know, thing we've all heard is reach for the stars, you'll land among the clouds. Something like that. Think big. And if you really put into principle the things of this book, you can really accomplish great things. I truly believe that. I talk about diet a lot. I talk about your physical, your literal diet as far as food, but I also talk about mental diet. What are you allowing into your head? Are you thinking positively? Are you being optimistic? Are you focused on growth? People need a purpose in constant tension. I think especially in the American society, we think that, you know, ultimately we're going to reach this place where we're just sitting on the beach, sipping pina coladas or whatever your version of that is. And that's just an inaccurate representation of what's going to make us happy and what's going to make us fulfilled. You always have to be under some sort of tension, knowing that you can be happy with your accomplishments, but you, you can want more and that's healthy and you should want more. Whether you're seven years old or 70 years old, the, the human condition is to strive to achieve and to progress. And as long as that's maintained in a healthy manner, I think that that is what we should all strive for. A few of my favorite lessons from the book, there's two diseases that David talks about in the book. One is excuse-itis and one is security-itis. I think that we can all relate to these to some extent, making excuses for why we don't reach bigger with our goals, why why we don't try to become healthier, why we don't try to make more money, why we don't try to be more successful in our relationships romantically or with family or friends or otherwise. We have these excuses. Oh, I'll do that next year when my job slows down. Oh, I can't get healthy right now because I don't have the money to buy healthy food. And the the security-itis of, uh, I think the most common one is, oh, you know, I can't quit my job. I can't start to work on my own endeavors because I I make so much money and I have friends at my job. Security-itis and excuse-itis hold a lot of us back from the things that we want. And so I think it's important to 
be honest with yourself. Are you falling victim to this and how can you overcome it? Something I already mentioned, probably my biggest takeaway and something that I try to emphasize most in my day-to-day life and talk about is just that action cures fear. David talks about the importance of getting into action, doing things, taking your ideas to fruition. I really like the optimistic perspective that David keeps and talks about in the whole book. He talks about channel P and channel N, kind of reminiscent of like the devil angel on your shoulders, uh, such like that we've all seen in cartoons. Channel P, he says, is positivity and channel N is negativity. We both, we have both of these things going at all times. We have this positive channel that's telling us that we can do it, that we're worth it. And we have this negative channel that tears down our self-worth and is self-deprecating. We all have these things at all times. It's very similar to how Stephen Pressfield talks about having the resistance, like you have a heartbeat. It's natural. It's natural to feel negative things and think negative things, but you have to work your way out of it. You have to work into action sell yourself to yourself. David talks about having a commercial for yourself. And it's kind of cheesy. Like I said, a lot of this book is cheesy, but that's part of it. You have to accept it for what it is. Having a commercial for yourself. Like for me, it'd be, hi, this is Jake. Jake is excellent because X, Y, and Z. Jake does this. He's this. Just speaking highly of yourself and speaking just hugely positive and saying positive things. Something else that he talks about a lot is just the importance of building slow and knowing that no one just snaps their finger and is a changed man or a changed woman overnight, but it takes a lot of focused effort. He talks about the next mile principle. If you're going to run a marathon, and this is not exactly the analogy he makes, but to me, it's like, if you're going to run a marathon, you don't think about the 26 miles, you think about the next mile and the next mile. And that's how it is in a self-improvement journey or a fitness journey or a journey of self-exploration. Another thing David talks about is how believing that you can and believing that you will leads you to find the how and leads you to find the correct actions and steps to take when you have that strong enough conviction. It's like kind of like the book, Start With Why. If you have a strong enough why and belief in yourself and where you want to go and true vision of I want to end up here, or it can't, sometimes it's not even that black and white, but knowing generally what you want to become of your life, what direction you're taking, a lot of times your intuition will lead you to where you want to go. The last thing here, he talks a lot about uh, working with other people and how that's important for your goals. And two things I took away there is just, he talked a lot about the abundance principle. I don't know if he necessarily called it by that name, but just giving people more than they expect, always being generous because that always comes back. I think the universe has a way of, of doing that for us. And then he also, uh, here's probably the most concrete tip is just when you're talking to other people, make sure that you compliment them very often and call them by name, make other people feel special because that makes you feel better. And it just makes you more effective in your relationships and just more able to work well with other people because truly no one is a self-made man as Arnold Schwarzenegger said. So we all need help from other people and we all need to cultivate relationships and it's not manipulation, but it's just really making a positive relationship that's going to help you and the other person. So I hope you guys enjoyed these takeaways. Let me know if you have any questions, if you read this book yourself, if you ever want to talk books, I'm always open for that. And stay tuned for the next book review uh, back on this monthly basis. The, the, the next one's going to be Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it'd really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.